Challenging men to be great men. Welcome to the Great Man Podcast with your host, New York Times bestselling author, Stephen Mansfield. Gentlemen, let us begin. It's great to have you with me here at the Great Man Podcast. I want to talk to you this week about the power of story. Now, I've talked about this before. I'm a big believer in the power of story, but I'm recording this right before the holidays in 2018. And as those of you know who've been with me for a while, I get all gushy and sentimental around the holidays. I love all the traditions. I love all the foods. I love all the stories. I love the cold weather. I love it all. And I'm a big believer in the idea that we should be maximizing the opportunities of the gatherings of the people we're hanging with. And I want to urge, not just to the holidays, but all the time, for you men who are with me and wanting to be great men to learn to be storytellers. Now, by this, I don't mean that we're telling stories hours long. By this, I don't mean you know, that we're we're trying to weave it into a high art just to break out of the Thanksgiving table or something like that or over a hamburger sometime. Um, maybe maybe you do want to become a really fine storyteller, and there are great ways to to learn how to do that. There are great way, great books and great websites, and there certainly is the art of the storyteller. But what I'm urging is that we simply learn how to recount brief bits of story that transmit. A story really is one of the best ways to communicate information. You probably heard me say here before that scientists have proven, brain scientists have proven, that a story is the way that the brain remembers the longest, uses the least energy to absorb, um, and takes in most deeply information and truth. And that certainly has become the case in our generation uh, essentially, movies now are the literature of our time. In the 1800s, you could have, you know, mentioned something from deep inside of a Dickens novel, for example, and everybody would have known what you're talking about. But today, uh, if I'm talking to a bunch of men, I don't mention something from a book. I mention something from Rudy, you know, or some other movie that every guy's watched, and we all immediately have the same images in our mind. Why? Because story communicated something. And that's always been the case. Men have always gathered around the fireplace or, or the night before the battle, talked about a story, remembered some uh, ennobling story. But I want you, no matter what your background, no matter what you think your skills are, no matter uh, what you've been exposed to, I want you to begin to use story to uh, communicate truth and nobility and heroism and beauty to those around you. First of all, I want you to absorb story. And second of all, I want you to become a storyteller. I want you to develop the art of just mentioning something to guys. You're sitting over a hamburger with four or five guys. You're just talking and you just just say, man, I, I heard a story not too long ago. And you tell something that changes all their lives. Think about how many times somebody has simply told a story. Could be a coach, could be a pastor, could be a priest, uh, could be a rabbi, uh, could be a teacher in school, could be somebody on television, could be some guy, you know, in between, you know, games at the pickup basketball court, whatever. Uh, and they tell a story and you think about it and you're changed by it and maybe you live it a little differently for it. Well, I'll tell you what, those opportunities are there if you'll take them, but they're not going to be forced on you. Very rarely in your life, unless you're a, you know, a professional storyteller, is somebody going to come up to you and say, hey, tell me a story. But 
Everybody loves story. That's why kids, you know, from the moment, almost the moment they can speak, they go, they want stories, they want books, they want you to tell them a, a good night story, all kinds of things. We're made for story. We're made, call it if you want, legend and myth. But basically, what this means is that we are oriented, we orient our world according to the stories that we hear and we know. Think about that. As, as I was raising my children, when it came to Thanksgiving, I decided to tell them bits of the Thanksgiving story. I'm just using this in a, as an example since Thanksgiving's about 10 days away as I, re, as I record this. And I happened to, my doctorate's in American religious history, and so I happen to uh, know a lot about the the story of the pilgrims. So I would just tell them, you know, and I, and I, and yeah, there were the, the deep and theological and religious sides of the story, but I would start when they were young by telling them the other side, you had 104 people and a third of them were little children. Can you believe that Jonathan? Can you believe that Elizabeth? And they had two ships initially, but one of them, when they tried to sail, it began to sink. So instead they all got on another ship that had really only been used for hauling wine around Europe. And it was called the Mayfair flower. And so they ended up sailing for 66 days across the North Atlantic. Now, the U.S. Navy says that the North Atlantic is so cold at that time of year that if you fall into the water, you'll freeze and about freeze to death in about three minutes. And so for 66 days, now how long is that? That's two months and six days. Do you see what I was doing? Well, I mean, what kid's not going to sit still for that? And everybody listening to this podcast can do that. Now, I I went over that story every year and I would add to it and I'd bring more depth. And as they got in their teenage years, we started talking about being separatists as opposed to Puritans and what that meant theologically and how that laid a foundation for our our own country here. And, and, And yet later they had a war called King Philip's War. What about the Native Americans and how do you deal with that? And since we have a Native American heritage in my family, that was fascinating to my kids and on and on and on and on. And before long, uh, yeah, Thanksgiving was food and football. Don't misunderstand. The Mansfields didn't, we, we didn't sit having, you know, college lectures all day on Thanksgiving. But before long, Thanksgiving was transformed from just food and football, as much as we enjoyed all of that. Um, and, and, even, and I'll even say just giving thanks generically to specifically understanding the first Thanksgivings. And then, by the way, I added the fact that after I left the Pilgrims, I threw in Abraham Lincoln. And his proclamation uh, of for Thanksgiving Day during the American Civil War. And then later I threw in um, what President Franklin Roosevelt added, what it's meant to people. And then I'd tell sometimes little stories about uh, how my family would enjoy Thanksgiving growing up. And since we were a military family living all over the world, you know, sometimes Thanksgiving was a bit of home. It was a bit of heritage. It was a bit of Americana when we were living, you know, behind the Iron Curtain in Berlin when I was 14, et cetera. Do you see what that does? Do you see how it can bring familiarity, familiarity can bring closeness? My kids felt closer to me, um, but they also were ennobled. Um, if my kids are with us now, they're, of course, they're both much older in their late 20s and 30s. But if they're with us now for Thanksgiving, one of them will inevitably turn to me and say, Dad, we're going to do the five kernels of corn, which is a little thing we used to do to remember the pilgrims. Um, and are, are you going to tell the story or, or maybe they'll say it, maybe they'll even tease a dad to go with the story, you know, and they're kind of, you know, winking at each other, but they really do kind of love it because it's part of, part of our family lore and part of our family culture. Well, 
I want you to find the way you do it. You know, I'm, the reason I'm recording this now is that we're heading into the holidays. You'll be getting with family members. And again, I understand it's not part of every family culture, but everybody, every single one of you listening to this can, can, can talk for 60 seconds and start by saying, hey, I heard a story the other day. Or, Guess what I read the other day? Let me tell you what I heard on television. Let me tell you what Mansfield said or Jones said or Smith said or whatever. Uh, let me tell you what I heard or what I read or something like that. I mean, every, every one of us can do it. And then you tell a story. You tell something powerful. We do it all the time. We watch the news. We, we, we re- read about some hero policeman or we hear about some guy in, in Afghanistan or we, we see something in a movie that's beautiful or noble and we're just, we just can't believe it, you know? Um, I recently saw the movie Figures about the, the African-American women who helped really put men on the moon and were never honored for it because of the racism of the times, and, and now they're being honored. I've recounted those stories. I mean, we all can do it, and everybody's got their own way. Everybody's got their way of doing it. Mine may be more history because that's my love and my academic lean um, and more what I'm, I do here in D.C. and so on. But but maybe yours is more from sports. Maybe yours is more from uh, from your ethnic heritage. I, I love telling those kinds of stories. But learn stories. Get good at it. Uh, try to uncover noble stories. Maximize the opportunities you have to extend culture by learning how to tell story. And by the way, since we're talking about manhood in this podcast, try to uncover stories that will extend manhood, that talk about, uh, let's say, for example, the fathers in your family for generations have been terrible. Now, you can't necessarily change that history. You can live it out differently yourself, but you can also fill your home and the minds of your kids and the minds of those in your family by just telling a story. Let me tell you what a dad did the other day. Let me tell you what I saw in the news about a father. Uh, let me tell you what this one dad did for his son. I mean, you can just go on the internet and look up awesome things about dads and just just tell it like you're telling a news story. You don't have to go into a four-hour dissertation. Um, and it can change the culture in your home and embed things in your kids and your uncles and your brothers and whoever's around, uh, everybody, male, female, in a way that can really change a culture. You can change the culture in your life through story. And you can pass things on to the next generation. So get good at stories. Don't get weird about it. Don't go long. You know, don't, don't get too formal. Just be within your own personality and the culture of your own home. But start telling stories. And use the holidays to do it. You're going to have people there on, on Christmas or, or Thanksgiving. You're going to be with folks. You're at least going to be saying something to people. Uh, you're going to be around more people. Almost everybody's around more people over the holidays. I mean, I've had, I've had Uber drivers tell me story, stories that moved me to tears. And I've told many times on this podcast the fact that my father, who was a military man and a little bit distant, uh, suddenly turned into Santa Claus at Christmas and suddenly turned uh, into Father Thanksgiving at Thanksgiving time. For whatever reason, he made those two holidays amazing. He read scripture. He got up and cooked. He got excited. He hugged us a lot. He was all about the magic and the, and the, and the heritage of both of those uh, holidays. And that, that I would have to say that about 80% of his impact on me as a son happened through the holidays because he simply took advantage of them. I don't think, I don't know that it was almost so much a strategy. He was just excited and loved it and had had, you know, had gotten caught up in the spirit of Christmas, if you want to call it that, and the meaning of Thanksgiving. And he lived all that out before us and made it glorious for us. Now, in other ways, he wasn't that great of a father. I've said that before here. Um, but I'll tell you what, he imprinted my life through those holidays and you can do the same. So master story in, 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 the, in the whole of your life, 
but then also be aware of the opportunity you have in these coming holidays. Story is simple. Something lights you up. Something's, something moves you. Something's beautiful. Something's noble. Something's powerful. You, frankly, you already tell stories. You're just not aware of it as an art. Start telling noble stories and let's start changing not only a generation, but let's change the culture around us and even the state of our own souls as we talk about great manhood and great themes. To join the Great Man community or to book Stephen to speak at your men's event, go to greatman.tv. You'll learn about Stephen Mansfield's two essential books for men, Mansfield's Book of Manly Men and Building Your Band of Brothers as well as some other great resources for becoming a great man. The Great Man Podcast is a Mansfield Group production.